0: Hello and thank you for checking out the Hopewell Valley Student Podcasting Network, a proud partner of the Hopewell Valley Student Publications Network, where students come together to publish student-driven content to share with the world. This network empowers students to become content creators for all different types of digital mediums. For more student-ran podcast blogs, artwork, and content, please check out the Hopewell Valley Student Publications Network at www.hvspn.com. The opinions represented within the digital content are those of the content creators now please enjoy the following podcast episode
1: welcome to my ap biology thoughts podcast my name is Corinna and I am your host for episode 24 called Unit 8 Ecology, Autotrophs, Heterotrophs, and Chemotrophs. Today we will be discussing the differences between these types of organisms. Autotrophs, heterotrophs, and chemotrophs are all different types of organism who obtain energy in different ways. Autotrophs create their own energy. The word autotroph comes from the wor- root words auto, which means self, and troph, which means food. Most autotrophs use the process of of photosynthesis to make their food. This process creates sugars from carbon dioxide and sunlight. Autotrophs are also sometimes called producers because they provide oxygen and a food source for animals who are in higher trophic levels. Autotrophs form the base of any ecosystem's energy pyramid since they are eaten by herbivores. Herbivores are a type of heterotroph. Heterotrophs are organisms that consume other organisms in order to obtain energy because they cannot create their own. There are multiple kinds of heterotrophs. Herbivores eat plants to obtain energy and are also called primary consumers because they eat autotrophs, which are at the lowest trophic level in any given ecosystem. Carnivores consume meat from other organisms. They are usually predators and can also be secondary and tertiary consumers. Secondary consumers eat herbivores, and tertiary consumers eat other carnivores. Carnivores can also be scavengers, which are organisms that eat meat from animals who are already dead. Chemotrophs can be either autotrophs or heterotrophs. They obtain their energy by by oxidation of electron donors in their environment. This means that they take electrons from available molecules and add oxygen to them to form other molecules for energy. Chemoautotrophs can synthesize their own organic molecules, which is implied by the base word auto, and chemoheterotrophs obtain energy by ingesting performed carbon molecules, since they can't make their own, which is implied by the word hetero. There are many examples of autotrophs, heterotrophs, and chemotrophs. Some examples of autotrophs are most plants, phytoplankton, and some bacteria. All of these organisms create their own food. The majority of animals are heterotrophs. Deer, rabbits, and some bird species are examples of herbivores because their food source comes only from plants. Lions, snakes, and sharks are examples of carnivores because they get their energy from hunting and consuming other organisms. Bears, dogs, and even humans are all omnivores because they eat both plant and animal matter. Scavengers include raccoons and turkey vultures, who usually eat other decaying animals. Some examples of chemotrophs are some types of bacteria and fungi, but not all bacteria and not all fungi are chemotrophs. These organisms require carbon to survive and reproduce. Because they most often lived in hostile environments, such as in deep sea vents, chemotrophs aren't as well known as heterotrophs and autotrophs. The categories of autotrophs, heterotrophs, and chemotrophs fit into the bigger picture of evolution because they show how food webs and trophic levels work together. For example, autotrophs are necessary for heterotrophs to survive. Heterotrophs make up the primary, secondary, and tertiary consumers, which are the higher trophic levels, because they eat autotrophs, which are at the lowest trophic levels. This shows that all species rely on each other to survive thank you for listening to this episode of My AP Biology Thoughts. For more student-run podcasts, make sure that you visit www.hbspn.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on My AP Biology Thoughts.